stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. We do believe there are more, and I have no idea how many more there are going to be. All right, so that from Toronto Police today. Everybody's worst fears being realized now. More than five years after police initially launched um, an investigation into the disappearance of men from Toronto's gay village, there have been fears that there was a serial killer targeting gay men in Toronto, and we're now at the point where police are saying, that's what we believe to be the case. So the man that they are saying is that serial killer. Bruce MacArthur was charged last week, the deaths of two men. He's now facing a total of five murder charges. And as you just heard there in that clip, Detective Sergeant Hank Insigna says there may be more victims. He says they've never seen anything like this case. It's a serial killer, um, alleged serial killer, killer and we're, he's... In- taken some steps to cover his tracks and we have to uncover these victims and identify these victims and uh, hopefully get some good news or some closing news to the families of these victims. Okay, so look, folks, this is really horrific, frankly. I think is the only way to describe it. Uh, the man who's charged with these murders, the man who police believe may have committed other murders, is a landscaper. Police are operating in a theory that, that he used his occupation to cover up his crimes. That there may be murder victims that are, are buried in landscaping jobs that this guy did. Right, so how, how terrifying is that? Uh, freelance reporter Justin Ling has been doing a lot of work on this story, um, doing some reporting for the Globe and Mail on this. Uh, Justin, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I say, I mean, it's been uh, it's been a long time now where, where people in Toronto have been using the word serial killer or feared that there was a serial killer. So, I mean, you've been talking about this really is people's worst fears confirmed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, the word serial killer has been on many people's lips since as far back as 2013, maybe even a little bit earlier. Um, as you know, multiple men of kind of similar uh, characteristics have gone missing from you know a small geographic neighborhood in the gay village in kind of the east end of downtown Toronto. Um, I think you know uh, police continue to throw water on this idea and kept saying the evidence we have does not suggest this is a serial killer and continue to say um, they did not believe that necessarily there's even foul play involved in most of these cases um so you know early on we had three missing persons cases that bore a lot of similarities to each other uh later on two more were added and today two more on top of those were added one guy who was missing and never connected to these cases and one guy who was never reported missing um, so now we have in front of us five first-degree murder charges against Bruce MacArthur, as well as two other missing persons cases that um, there's a strong possibility will be connected later on. So, you know, what we have is it's kind of a staggering um, you know, number of cases state going back you know, as far back as eight, nine, ten years. Um, and as police continue doing the work to sort of figure out, you know, how he may have met the victims, how he may have killed them, who else might be involved, um, we're getting the strong... Uh, impression that this is only going to get wider and bigger and kind of more gruesome. Well, obviously a lot's happened in the last couple of months. I believe it was early December when you had the chief of police in Toronto denying that there was any evidence suggesting a serial killer. Now we've got the police coming out today using that exact phrase. So what what all has changed over the last two months here? 
Well, I mean, you know, I think things started changing actually a little bit further back than that. We know the police uh, started investigating uh, Bruce MacArthur as far back as September, and I think started properly treating him as a suspect in October. Um, by later, you know, in 2017, they were they were actively kind of investigating his involvement. Um, so. You know what's changed is that you know something obviously broke. They 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 found some key to the puzzle um, that allowed them to conclusively say that Bruce MacArthur was responsible initially for you know they believe he was responsible initially for two murders and, and have now added three more. So uh, we don't know what that evidence is. Uh, we know that there is uh, human remains found at, at one of the sites where uh, MacArthur worked, um, and those you know three body parts were dismembered and, and basically. Um, the, Put in, in planters, you know, in 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 their garden, um, and had this at this point been quite a bit decomposed. So we don't think we actually know that police have not finished doing DNA testing or, or forensic testing for those bodies. Um, so we don't know if they belong to some of the five men that you know we know are missing or have been murdered, um, or seven men I should say now. And we don't know whether there are three different men who who we don't we haven't heard of or we haven't identified yet. So. Sort of the the kind of breadth of all this is a bit staggering, but you know the critical part of all this is basically what evidence actually kind of led them to the arrest. We still don't know. But yes, you say it was around September that um, we we think that this guy came to the attention of police. Do, do we know how they they became aware of him? No, not really. We know from so police were investigating the disappearance of Andrew Kinsman who went missing in 2017. Uh, we know Andrew Kinsman and Bruce MacArthur had had a relationship and had known each other for a number of years. So we think that that is one of the leads that probably helped them sort of hone in on MacArthur. Um, but we ultimately don't know a lot of the physical evidence that may have, you know, really you know, pushed that investigation along. We know at one point Bruce MacArthur tried to get rid of a van that he owned at a scrapyard near Oshawa, uh, and that, you know, for some, for whatever reason, police were alerted to, to, to basically looking into that van. They found blood, um, you know, in their residue of blood in that van. So evidently that was a, a big key in, in the whole thing, helping them kind of like move forward and actually obtain search, obtaining search warrants for uh, Bruce MacArthur's uh, apartment as well as, well as properties he was uh, connected to. So, um, no, a lot at this state, early stage, a lot of the information is still sort of uh, undefined. All right. Uh, the accused is uh, in, in his mid-60s, right? The 66, that's right. What else have you uncovered about him? What do we know about this guy? You know, we know he was charged with an assault in 2001. Um, he beat another man with uh, a lead pipe. It was uh, in his conviction for that on two assault charges. He was actually banned from the village altogether uh, for two years. He was specifically banned from one apartment complex uh, in the village, and he was ordered to stay away from sex workers. Um, so... You know that is a you know a pretty alarming detail that that obviously kind of foreshadowed what has happened more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we spoke to one man who actually says he was basically attacked by uh, Mr. MacArthur during sex um, and you know survived obviously, uh, but who says that uh, he brought that information to police. Then um, we have you know some suggestion that uh, you know he was into some very kind of rough you know sexual adventures and sexual kind of interests just from his dating profiles that we've discovered online. So we're getting pieces of the puzzle. um, But, you know, apart from that, he actually seemed perfectly normal. Everyone who knew him called him sort of funny and unassuming and sort of charming. Um, We know that, you know, he was married with kids. He had two kids and everyone, by all accounts, said he was a lovely father. Um, But uh, obviously there was a much darker side. Yeah. What's been the reaction in, in Toronto's gay village? 
I think it's a mix of frustration and vindication and horror. Um, you know, many in the community have been raising this issue for, for years, saying that um, they, they've always believed that these, these, these disappearances were the work of a serial killer, and that now they're right. And I think it's, there's no joy in being right in this scenario. But, you know, indeed, I think a lot of people were wondering why the cops wouldn't take these cases more seriously until um, the community started get, getting properly outraged. Um, and I think... You know, there's some there's some validity to that. I think the police are going to have to explain down the line why they didn't um, entertain the possibility of a serial killer more seriously, because um, evidently, you know, the evidence was was right there. So, what's the next step in the investigation? We know they're reaching out to police departments elsewhere in Canada, potentially elsewhere worldwide. Uh, we know there's going to be a, a lot of, um, you know, uh, investigations into different properties around the city. Uh, police said today they're going to be excavating or hopefully ex- excavating two properties um, to do a more search of, of the grounds. Uh, we know they've reached out to the public asking if anybody has ever used uh, MacArthur to reach out um, immediately uh, and uh, basically allow the police to come to a search for your property. So there's a lot of searching yet to be done. There's a lot of outreach, and there's going to be a lot of uh, DNA testing to try to figure out if they can identify some of these bodies. Um, that's before we even get into, you know, the court proceedings, which are almost certain to be, um, you know, extremely long and complicated. Uh, has he appeared in court already? He has. He made a first appearance uh, last week. He'll be making a second appearance later in February, uh, and then, you know, the ball will start rolling from there. Very disturbing. Uh, more details at theglobeandmail.com. Uh, Justin, thanks for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. Absolutely. Take care. Uh, that is reporter Justin Ling. who's uh, um, doing some work for the Globe and Mail following this story and uh, done a lot of interesting digging into this guy's past and uh, some really disturbing details coming to light. And yes, speaking of digging, that's the next gruesome step here. So you can imagine that there are a whole lot of people in and around Toronto who are coming to the realization that, wait a sec, Wait a sec, Bruce MacArthur, is that the guy we hired? Was that the guy we hired to do that landscaping project? And coming to the realization that there may be a murder victim buried in your yard. How horrific is that? So yeah, there have been people who have been fearful, who have been warning for years that a serial killer was targeting gay men in Toronto. And police dismissed it. Now today, in announcing three additional murder charges, that's now five. There's no denying it anymore. Our number here, 403-974-8255. Lots more time for your calls uh, and your texts, a few other things to get to here before the top of the hour. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.